Welcome to the Bible Studies for Life adult podcast. And in this podcast, we're going to be discussing a great truth. When Christ returns, everyone will know it. Well, I'm Lynn Pryor, and my co-host for this podcast is Chris Johnson. Chris, I think we're going to be looking at a great passage of Scripture today. Well, they're all great, Lynn. <laughs> well, <laughs> so that's that's what I tell people from a preaching perspective. I say, hey, man, I've got great material. I, you know, how can you go wrong? So, uh, but yes, thanks, thanks. Hey, listen, we Amber Vaden is with us today. She's one of the content editors for Bible Studies for Life. Uh, Amber, good to have you with us. Well, thank you, Chris. It's uh, always good to be here. Well, thanks. Now, tell folks just a little bit about how uh, what you do is distinctive from other resources, would you? Yeah, sure. So I work on the Daily Discipleship Guide. Uh, We so in that uh, in that resource, you'll find the Bible study, just like uh, all the other Bible study for life's uh, options. Uh, It is a shorter resource as far as um, what your group members will be looking at in front of them during your group time, because at the end of each session are five daily devotionals that are included right there by the session. So the following week after y'all leave, they have five more devotions that connect back to what you just studied. So it reinforces what the conversation was. So you have a conversation on Sunday, there's five, five different devotions that reinforce what you talked about. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. But, but to be clear about this, too, uh, you say, oh, I'll use a personal study guide. And I like that. I think I'm going to get the daily discipleship guide also. Well, you, th- that's not necessary because what Amber has done, her team, they have taken the personal study guide text. And that is what the five daily devotions are built around. It's very creative how she's taken that same content, but put it into five daily readings with some ideas for you to think about and to pray about. It's a, it is a good resource. Thank you, Amber, for being with us. So we are looking at a study. Uh, this is the third week of a study called Living with the End in Mind. And today our session is Watch for Christ's Return. So uh, before we get into this a lot, Amber, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, we're talking with diff- six, five different people uh, about uh, this study from, from Matthew 24 and 25. So let me just ask for our, for my sake and for our listeners sake, have you given much thought or focus given much attention to in time kind of things as a part of uh, your life? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I really haven't. Uh, I, I've certainly studied it whenever it comes up in a Bible study, uh, studied it in school, uh, in seminary, but as far as uh, spending a lot more time beyond that, um, I really just haven't. I haven't spent a lot of time on it. Well, I want to say to you and to our, our listeners, I think that's normal. I think you're more <laughs> typical probably than most. Now, I think that people who have um, are, are pretty vocal. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, but I, I'm, I'm that guy who never opened the first uh, left behind. Yeah. <laughs> You and me both. I okay. never read them. I never read them, which was, can I think, confusing to some of my friends at the time. Uh, they were like, why haven't you? Uh, and it's uh, I thought, well, if I do, I'm going to want to compare it to scripture. And that sounded like a big old assignment. And um, uh, so I just didn't didn't really go down that path. Thank sure. you for sharing. 
<laughs> sure. So as we get into the study, we are, uh, as Chris has reminded us, this study for these several weeks is all out of Matthew 24 and 25. And I'm sure that you are well aware that there are other passages, some from Paul, uh, certainly from uh, the Apostle John with the, the, uh, the Re- book of Revelation, uh, Daniel, there's Old Testament prophecies, some of these things that connect to understanding the end times. But what we are focused on is what Jesus himself said about this. That's why we're staying just in this one uh, section of scripture, Matthew 24 and 25. I appreciate you saying that, Lynn, because uh, this has been um, a great experience for me to just look at the, the teachings of Jesus, just focused on his teachings uh, and, and looking at, at what he had to say about uh, about the end time and his return, um, I for me it's been healthy uh, to, to 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 not be um, to not go into all of the other teachings, but just to see it from this vantage point. And Amber, I think we in our pre talk we you mentioned um, that uh, obviously there are a lot of other scripture passages. Uh, mm-hmm. But but again, I think that there, there's some value to how we do this. Um, yeah, there, there's really a lot. I mean, there's there's scripture says a lot uh, and then there's a lot of ideas. And of course, Christians, um, they, they'll disagree. They'll have they'll uh, agree with one idea and another a Christian will agree with another idea. And so there's there's a sense, though, there's if it's just a good reminder um, we are not given, you know, a bullet list of exactly uh, how and when and all the details of how this will unfold. We're not given that, but we are given a lot of information. And so I think I think maybe a good place to land is let's learn what Scripture does tell us, because I think it's really valuable and helpful and can inform today and not and not go into the idea of, uh, well, no one really knows, so I don't have to worry about even studying it. That's probably, you, you can avoid that. We, we can learn what scripture does tell us. And even if it's not every single thing we would like to know, all of our questions answered, we are given a lot of information. What is interesting about this passage we're going to look at today is that Jesus even, he's going to begin with talking about the false messiahs, you know, what's what you can, as you're thinking about the return of the Messiah, let me be clear about one thing. This is how it's going to happen. And this is how it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Verse 23, the Jesus's words, if anyone tells you, then see, here's the Messiah or over there. Do not believe it for false messiahs and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders to lead astray. If possible, even the elect. Take note, I have told you in advance. So I think it's awesome that Jesus made that really clear and pointed out that there would be people um, who, who would be false messiahs or who would try to mislead. Um, a few weeks ago, I don't know why, but there was a, a documentary on David Koresh um, and uh, that that movement that we're um, the compound was destroyed by fire in 1993, and I mean, it was really interesting because they had, the doc, the documentary had people who were from that that 
uh, his his cult, his teachings, and talked about him as the Messiah, and 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 talked about uh, the struggle and the tension that they had because uh, to to disagree with him in their mind at that time was to disagree with with the Messiah. So right. they so to have them talk about something that Jesus makes reference to was just really interesting. There will be. And there has been false teachers mm-hmm. and, and Jesus reminds us, Hey, don't, don't be taken in. Don't be sucked in by this kind of stuff. Yeah. Super practical. He's like, pay attention to what I say, not what, you know, uh, other voices might be saying. Paul had said this too, in second Corinthians where he, he said, reminds him that Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no great surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. And as I read that, I think about the David Koresh's and the, some of these out here. They're very slick and uh, they can be very charismatic in their personalities. And they can go, wow, maybe he knows something I don't. Paul has reminded us, and Jesus certainly has reminded us that too. So John does as well in First John and, and other passages. So uh, it's a universal teaching of 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 the new testament so how do we guard against spiritual deception that's one of the questions that we ask and and it, i think this will be the a point of discussion that is important for our groups to have how do, so let me, how do you guard against spiritual deception yeah that's a great question and i think it it'll lead to some really good conversation i mean obviously uh, scripture is always our starting point uh, when it comes to uh, being aware of of what's going on around us and what God's word says about it. Um, starting there is always the best place. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. And of course, there there's an, an illustration you bet perhaps have heard before. It's, it's quite common. But talking about uh, how, how do you determine what a counterfeit bill is? Uh, the mm-hmm. people who study, who, who look for counterfeit bills, they do it by studying and knowing thoroughly what an actual dollar bill looks like. And uh, for me, that's got to be the key. I've got to get my nose in God's word to know what it says so that when someone speaks, I could say they're they're in line with scripture or they're not. Yeah, I think another element that comes into play for what what we do is just the whole who we align ourselves with and people that we trust. Um, so I, I think I think being with like-minded people, being with people that um, that we that we trust, um, uh, that have the same biblical perspective, all of those things are important for us too. That's that's a good that's a good word because 2022 we have no shortage uh, of access to content and access to podcasts and different teachings and different ideas, which is honestly pretty wonderful. I mean, I, I love a podcast, but uh, it, it just means we're just exposed to so many more who, who may not be, they may not be basing what they're saying on God's word. So that's, um, that's, that's where we have to start. Well, in this context too, Jesus is reminding us, he's talking about his coming. He says, look, there's going to be some folks that say, hey, this is the Messiah. That person is, or if you go over here, you'll see him. Jesus has been very clear. Number one, don't listen to them. Number two, it's going to be obvious when he comes back. Creation <laughs> is going to announce it. He, he talks about in verse, uh, let me skip down just to verse 20, uh, 29. Immediately after the distress of those days, talking about the end times, the sun will be darkened 
and the moon will not shed its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. I mean, creation is going to scream the return of Christ. Yeah, so it won't happen in secret. <laughs> I think that's that's yeah. obvious by this. Uh, so if somebody's saying, "Hey, hey, I've got a, I've got a secret. I've, I've, there's something that's that's hidden. I want you to see. This is the Messiah." I think you can automatically assume that that is is wrong. Jesus is just like a, a flash across the sky when a lightning bolt hits. It will be like that. There will be no doubt. Um, his angels will come ahead of him um, are, are, are with him. I think all of those things are important for us to see in this passage. I actually think this verse is kind of comforting <laughs> because I think we don't we don't have to wonder, am I going to be paying attention? Am I going to fully understand when it happens? What if what if I'm all have my focus on something else, it won't matter what our focus is on because it's going to be on Jesus when he comes. So I, I really kind of love this part of the scripture because I think it's, it's so clear. Uh, we can't mess it up. Um, we're going to know uh, in the daily discipleship guide at the end of each uh, session, there are three live it out points, some applications um, to help group members really kind of spend some time with with this passage. And one of them is one of our uh, live it out ideas is to memorize this verse, Matthew 24, 27, uh, just as an assurance and an understanding it, that a we're going to know and then b if you find yourself in a conversation with someone who maybe um doesn't doesn't really know much about what's going to happen when jesus comes you say oh well first of all you're going to know <laughs> matthew 24 27 says we will so so this whole carcass and vulture thing just cracked oh, me up. Yeah. <laughs> kind, of, kind of dropped in the middle of it but it's so true isn't it so i mean so there are places where you can go where you see birds kind of kind of in the sky circling and you have an idea of what's going on. And then when you get to where the carcass is, they they know what's happened. There's an animal. There's 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 food for them. So I just I just found that an interesting. Yes. Uh, and, and Cliff Lee, in his writing uh, of this study, he pointed out, that, you know, that's not real clear what Jesus meant there. But perhaps it's simply kind of going down that road you did, Chris, that. People will be drawn to see the return of Christ, just like vultures are drawn to a carcass. Uh, uh, the, he also said that the skies, you know, they're going to be the signs are going to be so obvious that people are going to see them and they're going to realize the end uh, is here. Christ is returning. And I love how he ends this. He says, we must not wait until the earth disintegrates to follow Jesus. So we get into verses 30 and 31. He's saying uh, he's kind of building up to this moment uh, of saying, well, this is what's going to happen in the earth and the sky and all that. And then he says in verse 30, then the sign of the son of man will appear in the sky that all the peoples of the earth will mourn and they will see the son of man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the sky to the other. The return of Christ is going to be unmistakable and obvious. So I love this. Um, and I think that that probably gives a lot of clarity um, mm -hmm. for people who, who are concerned about when it will come or will, will, will I know when it happens. And Jesus is saying very clearly, oh, yeah, every, everybody, the whole world will know. 
uh, yeah. when it happens. Yeah, not not even just Christians. Uh, it's going to be very clear uh, to everyone. So it's I think it's interesting that um, um, for us to contrast Jesus first coming yes. uh, with his second coming. And I think we ask this and I think Cliff references it. But let's talk about that for a minute. Well, it is a drastic difference. The first time he came, uh, I don't want to use the word subtly. I mean, because there were the uh, angels to the uh, speaking to the shepherds, uh, but not a whole lot of people knew. It certainly wasn't a worldwide announcement that was made. Stealth in comparison. Right. <laughs> Correct. That's a good word. <laughs> yeah. He, he was, came in humiliation at that point. He, it was him coming as a small infant coming as a human mm-hmm. this time it's going to be with great exaltation and you know his, his glory will be seen for sure i look forward to that <laughs> i do I, I think that's kind of um it's comforting in that his power will be fully displayed and there will be no no doubt uh that he is the king of kings so and and maybe that's the point that we want to kind of lock into um for for the people in our groups this may be an a, a key teaching point is there will be no doubt. It will be perfectly clear. Uh, we can watch for his return. And when it comes, it will be clear and evident to everyone uh, what what's going on. And and I think there's, I think there is comfort in it. I think that is hopeful. Exactly. So one part of the uh, personal study guide has this to say, and it's, it's in the part that's talking about Matthew 24, 30. It said, um, but when Jesus comes the second time, he will appear with all the power and glory that are rightfully his. Um, I just can't imagine if, if you're a believer, it'll be a time of worship almost. Yeah. So there, there won't be that fear. And um, what was the morning on our part? It will be I, excitement and exaltation. So that, that's yeah. fun. Let me wrap it up with one of the questions that is uh, presented in the personal study guides. Uh, And it's this question. Since we've been talking about Christ's return, how does Christ's imminent return impact your life now? That is a valuable question for us to talk about in our groups. Because if we don't, what we tend to do in our Bible study groups, we're going to talk about the the, the details, the ins and outs of it. Uh, what do you think this means? We, which it's a, it's, a, it's a great conversation. But let's think about how does this impact my life today? How I live in anticipation of that return. I, I, I have a little twist on that one for senior adults. It's, it's how does Jesus' imminent return give you hope? So a, a stage of life may cause us to maybe look uh, at at that from both of those perspectives how does it impact how does it impact my everyday life how does it give us hope for the future mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think it really could and and I think one one thing that can really come out in this discussion um, is that oh well this is happening it's going to happen so far away why why talk about it today or why um, what is the connection to our everyday life, but it absolutely holds connection to today. Uh, and so I think that could be an interesting part of the conversation. Again, you mentioned the live it out segment um, a few minutes ago, Amber. And one of the, one of the statements in the live it out is if Christ returned today, would I be ready? And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of what we're going to be talking about in the weeks to come kind of connect to that, but it's probably not too soon for us to begin to think about, our own personal readiness for his return. Mm-hmm. 
and, and the people we love. Are they ready? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. I think this is going to be a great discussion in our groups this week. And uh, but as we wrap this up, Amber, I want to turn to you for a moment. You've always got some great practical ideas on ways for the leaders to lead their groups. So do you have a tip for us? Well, I do have, it's just kind of a creative teaching idea. It goes along with the second uh, scripture division. It goes along with Matthew 24 verses 26 through 29. And um, after you've read that scripture, after you've discussed uh, that portion, and after you've asked your questions uh, in the teaching plan, I I included this idea. Uh, So invite a volunteer uh, have them look at one of those 3D images. It's it, it was popular a few years ago, very popular a few years ago, where you would look at it and after a few minutes, you could sort of see an image of a duck or something in the middle of the picture, but it took a minute. <laughs> you had to sort of look and maybe squint, maybe look at it sideways a little bit. Um, and those are really fun. And, and you could either see it or you couldn't. Uh, And even two people standing right in front of the same picture, one maybe could see it and one maybe couldn't. Uh, And so so this idea is just to to do that with one of your group volunteers, see if they can see it. Uh, And then it's just a fun kind of interesting idea. And then later, just obviously, when Jesus has returned, it will be nothing like that. It won't be visible to some and invisible to others. It will be visible to the whole earth. And so that's just kind of a a creative, different way to really um, emphasize the idea that this will not this will not only happen to a few people on earth. It will it is an event that will be worldwide. We appreciate you being a part of this podcast with us today, Amber. And we want to thank you, the listener, for joining us for this podcast, too. Uh, Please join us next week as we continue the study of looking at Christ's return and living with the end in mind.